All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to... We don't even have a name for this show yet, so we're going to figure this out. This is the first episode that we've done with um, some new co-hosts. We wanted to do more than just me and Tyler on this show on the Stalemate channel, so we are bringing in other people. I uh, got two of my best friends joining us today, and they will be permanent hosts on this show. That is nameless right now. We'll figure it out. But we want to have a show where we talk about wrestling-specific predictions, previews, recaps, you name it. That's what the show is for. Um, the other stuff that we do, we talk about non-wrestling topics and we kind of react to drama and storylines and everything that's going on. But now we are just going to talk about wrestling on the show. I'm sure from time to time we'll talk about other things here and there, but the main focus is strictly wrestling, the sport that we all pay attention to and we all love. And these guys are the brains that I pick all the time. I text these guys weekly, daily, saying, what do you know? What's going on? And so we're just going to bring it to this podcast platform for you guys to be in in the loop as well. Uh, real quick, shout out to Barbarian Apparel, um, the best in the business. You see Barbarian, Barbarian. Uh, Tyler's wearing the old hat. But uh, either way, let's get to it. We have our one of our new guests here he's been on the show multiple times but he will be chiming in when he's not coaching he's going to try to be here as much as possible i think has understanding uh so we have jake clap it up for jake a little bit there you go <laughs> gunshot and we have another familiar face coming from the stalemates global network out in arizona matt scout corby just corby now though i guess right yeah, definitely that Matt Scott thing. That's uh, definitely in the past. So yeah, now we're going to be stalemates, Corby, and uh, let's roll. Let's All do right. it. So I hit you guys up this morning. So we are very probably this will probably be our most underprepared show that we've had or that we're going to do probably because I totally forgot that Super 32 was this weekend. And so we're just going right. to we're just going to talk about uh, Super 32 today. And then next week, I think we're going to talk about college wrestling and give our predictions there, which I'm excited for both those things. Jake, you're going out to what is it? North Carolina? Yep. Greensboro, North Carolina. Greensboro, North Fly Carolina. Out Thursday. So how many excited. guys are you bringing out? Well, two two boys and then one girl. So Carter Pearson at 106, Mike Slade at 170. And then... Uh, his sister, uh, Skylar Slade, at 148. So excited. And Corby, you'll be watching from Arizona, I assume? Definitely. I'll be tuning in from Arizona. Um, no traveling for me. Just got back from a week's vacation in Montana, so I'm going to be staying home. Got a trip back to uh, New Jersey the following week, so uh, then I got to drive a car back. So, yeah, no Super 32 for me. I'll be tuning in. Uh, I love the field, um, deep field. I think we're going to have some late minute scratches, few names floating around that might not be going, but uh, we'll, we'll wait until that happens. But uh, yeah, man, ready to talk about it. What do you think? Where you want to start? Yeah. I was going to ask you guys, where do you, where do you think we should start? Should we go through? I mean, Corby, you did a show where you guys were talking about wrestling a lot. You watch all kinds of wrestling content. Do you guys think that the best way to do this would be starting at the lowest weight and go to the end? Or you guys just want to talk about some of the deeper weights? I mean, we're going to try to keep the show about an hour. I know all of us in this room could talk about wrestling all the time, and we do for the most part, but uh, people have got things to do. So let's keep this within an hour. Wait, should we just start at the lower weights and, and go up? Sure, we could we could do that if that's what you want to do. <clears throat> Go ahead, Jake. You start it. You got it. You got a guy in this weight class at six. So why don't why don't you start this one off? Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty excited about this weight. I know um, it, it might not be as 
uh, high end or, or filled with the firepower that a couple of these other weights coming up will have. But uh, you have Christian Castillo, who uh, just got world silver medal. And then Seth Mendoza, who's been in the I have Fargo finals a couple of times. And then Munaretto at number three, who just won a world title. So really excited about it. And then you got a couple of eighth graders, uh, Romero and Kenny in there, um, who I don't know much about Kenny. I know he beat Munaretto last year, I think at uh, the middle school Super 32, but I know Mikey Romero just won a, a Fargo title at 100 in the cadets. Uh, he beat my guy, Carter Pearson, so it's a little hard for me to not be biased at this weight, but, uh, man, I'm really excited about some of these guys. I'm just excited to watch, and I think, um, I mean, when you have two world medalists in a weight, you, you really can't go wrong. It's going to be exciting. I don't know. What do you think about it? You know, I I, I love the weight. Um Personally, I mean, you get you got 11 of the 20 ranked kids, plus you add in Romero and Kenny. Um, Kenny's a Jersey kid, so he's a kid that I'm familiar with. You know, watched him uh, tough on top, um, you know, has been growing, you know, in weight. So he was a really little kid and he's scrappy. So we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, you know, I, I I think, though, Christian Castillo, I think he's the personally i think he's he's going to win this weight i think maybe over mendoza would be would be my pick um but yeah there's there's a fire weight class i like your i like your guy carter too obviously as you know i think uh he could he could pull some upsets in this weight and uh i think he can place here without a doubt who would be your guys's guy at this weight that is maybe not on people's radar yet but he's looking to make make looking to make a big name you know coming into high school or maybe somebody who's been in high school and they they've had a good off season but who's somebody that's maybe the underdog that could make some noise this weekend uh i mean uh, give be, me uh, go no, ahead go ahead um no i guess i'll i'll be i'll be a little biased and say carter pearson or um i do know i think this um keanu dillard kid has done had a really good uh spring and summer i know he's the fifth seed so maybe he's not like a super big uh dark horse but i don't think many people know his name uh at least in, from my experience so i think he could uh, really make some noise here i'll take uh aiden carmody he's uh he's a jersey kid from livingston uh a senior um you know he's coming at the 13 seed uh i think he can pull some upsets in this bracket so uh look out for him all right I think uh, that's it for 106, right? Move on to 113, keep things rolling. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, let's do it. All right, Jake, you want to go ahead and introduce the 113? You did 106 pretty good, so let's just keep it keep well, going that way. Yeah, no, 113, I mean, you got two big names in Anthony Knox and Bassett. Obviously, they met last year in the finals here with Knox winning, uh, which is why he's the number one seed. Uh, but you also had some guys who moved down from 120 and Leo DeLuca and Cooper Hilton. And then you have super tough guys like Nathan Desmond, Adrian DeHuzis, who I think had taken a break from wrestling for a little bit, is back. He got third last year at 106. Um, and then you also got Jaden Rainey, who is moving up from 106, where he just won a Fargo title over Mendoza. So it's a extremely good weight. I mean, you got guys like Jane James, Edwin Sierra, Ethan Rivera. Like, I mean, it's a really deep weight, but it's also got a ton of firepower at the top. I think from a, from a fan perspective... Uh, this Anthony Knox kid is must-watch TV. So him and Bo Bassett, they've already wrestled. What was the event that they wrestled in not too long ago? Knox, Knox um, took him out at uh, Knox and Bassett. Who did, did they, I say? I think the last time they wrestled was Super 32. I could be wrong. Was it? Didn't Corby? they just wrestle this offseason? No? Corby? No, it was... Uh, 
you know what? Didn't they wrestle this off season? I'm pretty sure. That's what I'm saying. It, Knox beat him in uh, really what was it? It wasn't. It wasn't the Super Thirty Two final. It was something else. I can't think of the event right now, but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you're right about that. It was. I don't know what it was. It wasn't Fargo, was it? No. no. Knox beat lost to uh, uh, Blaze at Fargo. Either way, this Knox kid is a lot of fun to watch. Um, what was the event? Do you know? Can you look that up? I'm gonna look it up right now. But off the top of my head, the it was. A, it was a Super Thirty Two. It has to be the Super Thirty Two final. Last, yeah, last year, year right yeah. dang i don't think what? i don't think they wrestled this i don't think they've wrestled since then personally i, I mean when you said that zach it didn't it didn't click to me that it happened so all my, then, all my months are just running together at this point but yeah uh, no that's okay oh um, i think this 113 weight class though is one of my favorites that the rainy kid like you guys said in fargo was uh him and his brother both had had good tournaments but um who are you guys taking at this weight i mean i think it's hard to not take Knox. As he beat him last year, but Bassett has been on a tear. He did really well the last couple of weeks at some different national duels type events. So, I mean, I'm excited. I think I picked Bassett over Knox for some reason. I don't know why. Just got a feeling. Um, but you know, I, it'd be hard not to take Knox. Corby. Yeah, I'm taking Knox, but what I'm looking forward to is uh, Bassett Deluca could meet up in a, in a semifinal, and I think that's something that. You know, DeLuca's got attitude. DeLuca's tough. Um, that's another match that that I think, uh, you know, you could look out for it at 13. And well, Cooper Hill, I mean. DeLuca and Knox, will they ahead. be in the same, like, class in New Jersey? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, 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 no. New Jersey's one class. Uh, DeLuca goes to Blair. He's national prep kid. Okay. So he won't he won't be participating in the States. But uh, De Jesus and and Knox could potentially meet up, though, right? That's a that's a good one too, De Jesus and Knox. Yes, I like De Jesus. That would be a that would be a guy in the bracket that I mean I know he's the six, but you know he's a guy in the bracket that that look out for and and to me it'd be Jaden James, right? Um, in this bracket, if you're looking for a kid that you know could uh could you know throw a wrench in things, look for Jaden James. Uh, tough kid, going to be a freshman at Del Barton. Uh, I don't think he, man, rumors were he might be going six this year for this season, but man, I'm, I'm not so sure he's probably going to be him and Jones, maybe trying to figure out what's going on at 13 for Del Barton it will be really interesting, but all right, let's 120. On. Yeah. 120 is a big one. Uh, Jack's Forrest coming in with the top seed, Luke Lilladaw, the second seed, number three, Vinny Kilcarry, four, Jake Craps and five, Marcus Blaze. I feel like we should go all the way to five because Marcus Blaze is pretty dang good. Um, yeah, go through it. Um, well, I, I guess I can start. Obviously, uh, you have Lilla Dawn Forrest at the top, and, and those guys just wrestled like two weeks ago with uh, Forrest, I think, winning like 9-6. to six. It was a really good match, competitive match. Lilla Dawn got to legs a lot. I know Forrest's super good at countering. Um, but then, you know, I, I believe, Corby, correct me if I'm wrong, but Craps has a couple wins over Forrest in the last year or two. So, I mean, that could be a very interesting uh, semifinal match, assuming Craps beats Blaze, who... Uh, that's that's definitely no no easy to out right there. So I mean the top five here are arguably I mean it's going to be hard to find a better top five at at this tournament. With without a doubt, I I mean um, you know Cal Peterson's going to be end, ending up uh, him and Rainey right. Rainey's got to win over Bassett. That's a that's a seven ten, which is an amazing match. Um, I'm sorry, that's a 
that's an eight, eight nine. nine, right? Winner, winner gets G- forest, right? So yeah. that's that that to me is very intriguing. Um, also, I think too, Cal have um Dragan O'Reini early on too, who's a who's a tough kid. So there's a lot of there's a lot of landmines in this bracket. Um, you've got 13 of the top 20 ranked guys in this weight. Also look out for Gage Batero at seven. Gage Batero is really good. He's jumping levels, tough on top. He's a kid to look out for. And then if you want to jump down, you know, in this in this bracket, I mean, I like there's a lot of good kids. I like uh Nininger, Noah Nininger out of out of Virginia is a tough kid at the 11 seed. He could he could make some hay at this weight. Um so yeah, man, this is a this is an unbelievable weight class. Uh man, who do you who do you like winning this one, Jake? You know, I think in our in our document we did earlier, I picked a little doll to beat Forrest, but I I did go back and rewatch the match and I'm starting to lean for us. He just wins. Uh, he's extremely good. I think part of my little doll prediction was I think he'll beat Kill Curry somewhat easily, where I think Forrest is going to have to go through Kale Peterson or Jordan Rainey, and then he's also going to have to go through potentially Craps and Blaze. So, I mean, he's going to have to navigate some landmines there, but uh, he's shown that he just keeps winning. I mean, he, he's good at it. He's a winner. So, I I, I pick little doll, but, you know, Forrest scares me yeah I think yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go forest i'm gonna go forest i don't see anybody i mean you know going into the nate match i knew he was good and i was uh wasn't you know sure how good he beat nate and that was like ah and then i started watching really close and like you said i watched that match with little doll multiple times and man they're gonna have to really do some work for luke to beat him um he's so good in so many positions for being the age that he is. This kid's, this kid's really, really, really special. I don't think people understand yet how special he is, but uh, unbelievable in every position. He's long. He's really good far ankle scrambles. He's, he never stops wrestling his gas tank. I mean, there's really, I mean, I don't know where you would, say that he's weak i don't know that there's any position he's weak in so yeah give me jacks for us until somebody beats him all right moving right along here we're going to 126 at number one we have ben devino a lot of people are high on him i think jake was the first person to put me on to onto that kid and he's been really showing his worth ever since mason gibson caden horwath horwath aiden valencia Braden davis tyler knox obviously a lot of these names people know um, a lot of kids who have been doing really well, put on a, putting on a show. Um, ben Devino's still uncommitted, though, right, Corby? Oh yeah, Ben Devino uncommitted for sure. Um, you know, his high school coach Potter, you know, did go to Illinois. Um, you know, Illinois kid could be, you know, place he's looking. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Always been high on him. Kids had a motor since he was young. Uh, never cut weight. Always wrestled up. If he, you know, if he weighed you know, 116, he'd go 120, you know, he, he's always, you know, challenged himself. So, um, yeah, he's really good, really good in all positions. Um, man, I don't, I don't see anybody, my opinion in this way, I was looking forward to him and Nate, you know, last year he went up big on Nate two takedowns in the first Nate came back overtime and got the win on him. I was looking forward to that, but I got Davino Gibson, but also you got to remember, um, 
you know, Stanich, right? Stanich beat Valencia, was beaten him by eh, a handful when Valencia got hurt in Fargo. Um, he got beat at the buzzer by Gibson um, in the Fargo final. Um, Stanich is a guy at the seven to look out for. Um, so him and, you know, him and him and Gibson should hit again. So that, that could be interesting. Um, Max Gallagher, uh, kid, he's the nine, you know, trains with KD. He's a kid that I think that, uh, could, could possibly, you know, shake this bracket up a little bit at the nine. So keep an eye out on it for him. Who do you like here, Jake? Yeah, I like Davino. I watched him a lot. Nate wrestled him the last two years at Super 32. Um, and then there's been potential matchups at Cheesehead. So I've obviously watched a lot of film on him. But yeah, I think he's the best guy here. Um, you know, I mean, it's a super tough weight. I don't think it's like as high end as 120, but you have, you know, seven or eight really, really good guys. I mean, you have like four or five Fargo champs or Fargo runner ups and you know, Braden Davis is a super 32 champ a couple years ago. Valencia was in the finals against Nate last year. So a bunch of really good guys. But like you said, Davino's motor, I think we'll just get it done. He's super tough. Wrestles hard in every position. Corby. I think a win. Corby, is there anybody that comes to mind as an underdog here that, uh, you know, now we're getting into these college type weights. So guys that are going to be looking to put on for the college coaches. Who do you think at this weight class could have a big weekend? You know, I like Dylan Campbell, Ohio kid. Um, I think he could, you know, he's sitting at the 12 right now. Look for him to uh, to do some damage in this weight at the 12. You know, he's going to he's going to get Braden Davis to five. Uh, look for that to be a, a very, you know, very competitive match. So he's one he's one that I like. All right. Moving right along here at 132 for the Super 32 preview. At number one, we have Nasir Bailey. Sergio Lemley, Vince Robinson, Alex Nini, Grayson Clark for your top five, and Kyler Larkin at number six, another kid who's been doing pretty well. Um, yeah, go ahead, Jake. Yeah, I mean, I think this is one of the probably the deepest weights as far as just a bunch of really good guys. I think you probably have, what, like uh, 18 uh, of the top 20, somewhere in there, and then like eight or nine of the top 10. So. It's a super tough weight. Uh, I mean, you have a bunch of proven guys who have done really well at Fargo and Super 32 before. And then I think you have a lot of guys who are just, like, coming onto the scene. They're finally starting to get, you know, ranked really high in, like, Dalton Perry and Rabado and um, guys like that. And then you have Mantanona down at the 10. Who, I was going to say, I, I just mean, went all the way down there. And come on. he just wrestled at um, who's number one, right? Right. And uh, so, I mean, you've just it's, – it's a super deep weight. You have a bunch of studs. Um, I'm really excited for it. I, I had a really hard time deciding who I think is going to win this. I actually like Sergio Lemley, which I don't know how popular a pick that pick that is, but you know I watched him at Super Thirty or sorry, who's number one? And he rode hard, he wrestled hard in every position. I think this is a tournament where you're going to have to be able to ride at the end of periods, ride at the end of matches, and I just see him getting that done. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. Uh, I got Lemley in the final against Bailey. Um, I'm going to go Bailey, but that's Bailey's going to have to run a gauntlet. There's going to be a lot of tough matches around along the way, obviously with this weight being so deep. Um, If he doesn't get clipped off along the way, I got Bailey over Lemley. If it's Lemley again, if it's Lemley and it's not Bailey, then I'll take Lemley against whoever else. But I'm going to tell you right now, I have a problem with one of these seeds and it's uh, Daniel Zepeda. Daniels have paid us down at the 14 seed at the PNL. He just beat Larkin and he just beat um, 
Dalton Perry. He beat Larkin 7-2 Perry 2-1 two, two weeks ago at the PNL, and they're seeded 6-7. and seven. And Zepeda, who's Cormier's kids, all the way down at the 14. He did take a loss to Maximus Martinez at the PNL, but Martinez isn't in this weight. So I, I that one, I don't know. That one I'm shocked at, Zepeda at the 14. So look out for Zepeda to do some damage in this bracket. Also, Omar Ayoub from uh, Ohio at the 13 seed as well. Those two guys, look out for them. Um, love this what weight. This, what about this Kyler Larker kid? A lot of people have talked about uh, him in the past and obviously his what his dad or whatever. So uh, tell mm-hmm. people about him. Yeah, he trains right out, probably 15 minutes from me, right down at Thoroughbred Wrestling Club. That's uh, Valiant Prep is where he goes. You know, his dad was an unbelievable wrestler. The kid's really good as well. Um, talented. My opinion, he's a at this point in his career, he's a better freestyle wrestler than folk style wrestler. Still good at folk style, obviously, really good. But like I said, he did just take a 7-2 loss to Zapata a couple weeks ago. Um, so that that could be interesting with with Zapata at the 14. Um, you know, it, it could possibly happen if if Larkin the six could knock off the three Vince Robinson, then then that would be where the you know the 14 would eventually hit the three. So that would be the spot Larkin they could hit again, right? So hopefully that match happens. If that does happen, um be very interesting. Um it was a seven to two two weeks ago. So We'll see what happens. All right. Moving right along here to 138. We have the one seed Ryder Block, the two seed PJ Duke, Pearson Manville, Cole Brooks, and Anthony Evanitsky. Um, and then the six seed Colin Rath and the seven seed Vince Busakis. So I think that also tells you how deep this I mean, now the it's, it can kind of go without saying at this point that all these are gonna be pretty stacked, but the more that you go through these, the more you really realize how you guys gotta watch this weekend it'll be a big tournament um streamed on flow i believe yeah so check that out uh but go right ahead boys who do you guys have for the 138 pound bracket well i've got i mean i'm gonna pick Ryder block to win this weight um i am really excited to see pj duke and manville and i think both both those guys are are two that could give him some serious fits i i know he beat uh manville at at Fargo in the semis, but it was a super tight competitive match. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Block. Um, a guy that I think you should look out for down at the 14, uh, Cam Catcherbone. I believe he got third at Super 32 last year. I uh, went on a little bit of a run, um, and then I know I don't know as much about this Rhode Island guy. I've just seen results, and I don't know how to say his name. But Gabe uh, Buso or however you say it, I know he's extremely tough. I've watched him wrestle before. I think those are two guys down at the 12 and 14 that could do some damage um, as lower seeds. But yeah, I think Ryder block beats probably PJ Duke. Um, not super confident in the pick. I, th- I think it'd go either way, but uh, that's, that's what I'm going to go with. Corby, go right you know, ahead. I'm going to uh, go with Duke. And Manville, Duke Manville, um, everybody's looking at it right now like that. that's a 2-3. How's that going to be a final? Well, I think it will be. I think this bracket could possibly change, and I'm taking uh, Duke over Manville. Tell, hey, Corby, tell me about uh, Evaninsky from PA, five seed. I don't know a ton about him. 
Evanitsky's a tough kid. He's he's only a sophomore. Um, obviously, PA kid. Uh, really good on top. I I would pick him to beat Cole Brooks in the four in the four or five matchup. Um, like you said, though. Uh, mm, let's see. Uh, Basoy out of Rhode Island. That that could be a good match. Um, but like I said, I could. I don't know that that this bracket stays the same. I think you could see some guys dropping out of this bracket. You could see some seeds change. So the matchups we're talking about could possibly not be happening. So we'll see. But let's just move to 45. What do you got for 45, Jake? Man, I think this is an extremely interesting weight. Um, you know, Joel Adams at the one, Gilcher at the two. Uh, I think two guys that I'm really high on. Um Booskins, I think is how you say it. And then Mac Church. That's an extremely interesting four or five match right there. I think um, both are really good. I know uh, Booskins got hurt at Fargo, but he's um, extremely talented. And then Church has been a guy who's been around for a long time. Um, but I do think, to me, it's Adams and Gilcher. I think they're probably the two best. Uh, I don't necessarily like Adams, his road, having to go through Booskins or Church, but. Uh, I think when he's on, he's the most talented, and I think that's who I'm going to go with, although like a couple weeks before, I'm not super confident in that pick, but I think he's the most talented. I think he's um, the most skilled, so I, I'm, I'm just going to go with that, and um, I'd like to know what you think about this weight because I don't feel super confident in it. So they they say it's Biskins is what I've been told. Biscuit. So Koi Biskins and Koi Biskins lost in the Super 32 final last year to Buzakis, like six to four. All right. Then Biskins goes to Fargo. He's three and all and gets hurt, hurts a knee, pulls out. Okay. Now he's, he's my pick to win this tournament. Last year, he majors Mac Church at this tournament. He beats Grayson Clark and uh, Emilio Yezagari here at this tournament. Um, he was second. Uh, I got him. I got him winning this weight. I think he beats uh, Cross Wazalewski, Del Barton kid from Jersey. Uh, Wazalewski just beat Adams at Elite Eight. Um, so uh, I think as well, Adams to me is, I wouldn't say twice the wrestler in freestyle that he is in folk but i would say mm, maybe 70 30 i would say of free i think he's he's way way better at freestyle than he is at folk style so and not that he's not a good folk style wrestler i think he's really good at folk style but he's just a type one some one of those kids that has a really good feel for freestyle he's got a good greco base to him he seems to take some you know up and down folk style losses, but his freestyle results seem to be way more steady. So I think he could get knocked off by, I mean, you know, a few people actually, I mean, Mohina, the eight Lake Highland prep kid from Cal from uh, Florida, actually is a pretty tough kid too, who he could possibly see early on if, if Mohina can beat Weston Dalton. So, I mean that, but yeah, I'm, I'm going Biskins on this one. Um, Biskins over Wazlewski. So uh, right. what do you think, Zach? What do you about this weight? You know, any any of these guys? 
Man, I'm I'm gonna just gonna stick with the world champion because it's the easiest easiest one to pick. Uh, my job here at this show, just in case you guys are wondering, is I let the brain speak. All right, you guys are the guys I go to when I ask for for, for predictions and this and that, and I just kind of chime in here and there. So this is maybe we'll just call this the Corby and Jake show. I don't know. What do you think, Tyler? <laughs> yeah, like I wish I could chip in more too, but my hands are all preoccupied with the ones and twos on this show so i might as well leave it to them as well <laughs> this show is going to be the first episode is going to be a little rough because we, we like we're, we're working out some technical things we're a little um, scattered today it was last minute yeah very very last minute but honestly i'll be the first guy to admit that like high school wrestling for me i'm more of a consumer than i am somebody who actually like pays attention to you know every weight and conference and, and state and everything like that so i'm having just as fun listening as i am just you know being here so if you guys are wondering who these guys are jake coaches at southeast polk um so obviously he's seen a lot of these guys wrestle every weekend uh most weekends you guys wrestle i mean pretty much kind of like a national schedule almost yeah, I mean, I mean, you go to, as national as we can get in Iowa. And then, obviously, we send our guys to Fargo and Super 32 and things like that. So Yep, and then Corby has just, I mean, no one really knows where Corby even came from in the first place. He just kind of popped up over the past, I don't know, two years, something like that. I've known him for one or two years. Um, but I love to call Corby and just kind of pick his brain on what's happening in the, in the wrestling world and who he thinks is going to win and this and that. So I'll just let you guys kind of go at it. How's that sound? Let's do it. Good Perfect. to me. All right. Let's keep Go it ahead, rolling. Jake, 152. What do you got? Yeah, actually, I, I was super impressed with uh, Ladarian Lockett at who's number one. I got to watch him in person. I got to be around him while he trained. I got to just watch him compete in a match that, you know, I, I don't think many people thought he was going to compete in. And he's my pick. I know he's, you know, a sophomore, but he's extremely gifted. He's extremely talented. He wrestles hard in a lot of positions, and he's got a lot of ways to score. So, I mean, I've got Lockett. Um, you know, I haven't been able to watch Waters a ton, so I've actually got Lockett over Hanson. I think Hanson's extremely talented. I think he's tough to score on. Uh, he can go get one when he needs to. So that's my finals pick. Um, you probably know some of these East Coast guys a little bit better as far as, like, this uh, Del Barton kid at the four seed. Um, I've, I've seen the name. I've seen some results. I know he's super good. Del Barton always puts out really good guys. So that's an interesting match for Lockett in the semis. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm with you, though. I mean, I watched Lockett last year at Ironman as a freshman navigate that bracket. Ironman champ. Um, he's so poised. His dad's done a really good job with him, you know, keeping him, you know, calm under pressure. He never gets too high. He never gets too low. Um, he understands the sport, you know, for his age, you know, well above his years. Um, he does a does a really good job in all positions. He's hard to ride, um, you know, and he's really good on his feet. I, I just think he's the class of this weight here. Um, but I do have him against Hanson as well. I like Hanson. That Hanson-Waters match will be a really good match. Uh, I do like Alicio Parenton as well. Um, I think those – I think – I think that's, I think those guys are, are, you know, those top four seeds are probably your top four guys. They'll probably place in the top four. Um, but give me a, a guy in this weight here to, to look out for would be, uh, you know, Chris, I like Chris Crawford. I like Chris Crawford. He's a Wyoming SEM kid. Um, he's coming in at the 12 seed. So, you know, he could, he could pull an upset there of, uh, 
you know, another PA kid, uh, Hare, who's very tough Montgomery kid. That's a, that's going to be a very good match. So uh, we'll look. I look forward to that five twelve there at one fifty two, for sure. One fifty two is a solid weight. You know, it's got twelve of the top twenty kids in the country. So it's going to be it's going to be a tough weight. All these weights are are loaded. Um, you know, I don't think we we don't have a weight that doesn't have double digit ranked guys in the weight all the way up until we get to 220 that's you know 220 and heavyweight football weights at this time of year they're hard to get kids but even 95 and and uh and 82 got 11 and 10 nationally ranked guys so um these are very deep weights this is a very deep super 32 field and uh i can't wait this weekend to be uh locked into my computer probably sitting out in uh you know 90 degree sun out here in arizona by the pool and uh watching a little wrestling 160 moving right along here we have joe seeley the one seed nico ruiz the second seed max mcgana from waterloo columbus catholic at the three seed joey blaze at the four seed and sean taylor at the five seed i'd like to see somebody pick an iowa guy here um but we'll find out jake who do you have winning put you on the hot on the hot spot i mean i think you have to pick joe seeley uh after the summer that he's had and then you know, he, he looked, he looked, he didn't look as good at who's number one, but, uh, I mean, he's, he's still extremely gifted. I think he's better than Ruiz, although I think Ruiz will make it close. He rides hard. He's extremely tough to score on, but I think these are the two best guys in this weight. I don't, I, I am um, maybe Corby knows better, but I don't see anyone that's going to compete with them. Um, I mean, when I say that, like, be able to beat them so I, I think they're the top two guys and i think um you know seeley's gonna beat ruiz it'll be tight um you know mcgania i'm interested to see him he hasn't wrestled much national level competition outside of iowa uh he's a junior now so you know this will kind of be his hopefully breakout tournament for him um you know obviously i'm an iowa fan so i hope he does well and then joey blaze at the four seed i mean you know, he's extremely tough. Uh, his brother, obviously, is very good as well. So, you know, he could do some damage, but I, I think Celia and Ruiz are the top two guys here. 100%. Um, exactly. They're they're definitely, in my in my eyes, the top two guys as well. Uh, I like McGania. I'm with you. I want to see how he does. Um, you know, obviously, you guys are from Iowa, so you know. Um, very good on top, right? Very good power half. Let's see if he can get the legs in on these guys and isolate and, and, uh, and get to work. Um, you know, I, I like him, uh, probably to get to the semis against Ruiz. Let's see what happens there. Um, a guy to look out for Sam going, Sam Goins and a uh, crown point, Indiana kid crown point always churns out hammers. Uh, he's a 12 seed. Um, look for him to, to possibly, you know, bust up this bracket, you know, him and Sean Taylor, the five twelve. it's kind of weird. The five twelve is interesting, right? It always ends up being that way. And a lot of these weights, the five twelves are going to be really good matches. So, um, yeah, I'm with you, Seeley. Um, I'm not so sure Seeley didn't look good. I think he ran into a buzzsaw and probably one of the better, probably, you know what? I'll go out and say it right now. He's Ferrari's the best high school wrestler right now. I think ferrari is no i mean the way that the way that he moves the way that he operates the way that he he beat seeley the way he did um i don't i don't know what's your opinion do you see a do you think there's a kid in high school right now better than better than him i don't know not not that i i saw it who's number one i mean he was extremely impressive i don't think he was ever really 
Um, I mean, I know he had a close match that first one, but it really wasn't as close, I think, as the score was out to be. So I don't know that there's anyone better than him. Um, you know, I think there's a few guys that could give him a run for his money, but, he, I mean, he's got to be up there. I know he just hasn't competed in a while, and so people hadn't seen him in a long time, so maybe people forgot about him. Definitely, and I think, you know, and I'm going to come and say this right now, college coaches out there, be all over this kid. I don't, don't, don't be scared. You know, his brother's AJ Ferrari, and right now he's having a, you know, some problems, but, you know, let's, let's let the, let's let the jury, you know, figure, you know, the courts figure that one out. There's 12 people in that, not a million. So I don't like how society cancels people. So um, I'm with it. Uh, Coaches, you know, get on Ferrari. This kid's a hammer. He's a great kid. Anybody you ask around the country, any coaches that have dealt with this kid coming up, he's an unbelievable kid. Don't shy away from him. If you do, you're going to, he's going to kick your ass for years. So just beware. If you think, Let's move um, on to 170. Well, did you, does, does he put out anything as far as like where he's going to wrestle in college yet? Does he have like a top five out or anything? I feel like I should know that, but I haven't seen anything. No, no, they're, they're kind of just keeping it, you know, eh, hasn't really said a whole lot that I've heard of. Um, But you know, there he'll be out there. He'll, he'll be, he'll be looking around. There'll be some, you know, things happening for him. Obviously he's one of the best kids out there. Um, you know, he's going to wrestle this year at Melissa, Texas, uh, Oliver Pierce, who, you know, used to wrestle at Allen then coached at Allen, went to Oklahoma state. He's now the coach at Melissa. So that's where he'll be. Um, he'll be at Ironman. So we'll get to see him at Ironman. All right. Moving right along here at 170, we have Rocco Welsh, the one seed. We have Lamer, the second seed, Grant McKay, the third seed, Lucas Condon, the fourth seed, and Noah Mulvaney, the fifth seed. Um, I feel like it's safe to go with Rocco Welsh, no? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I know uh, Josh Barr was supposed to be here. I believe he got hurt. Um, I think he broke his nose or something with his eye. I don't Something with his face, I know that, is what I was told. So, uh, obviously, Rocco Welsh is, um, I think, a cut above all these other guys here. Um, he should win with relative ease. Um, you know, a guy that I'm excited for, and I think Corby will know, is uh, Luis Sergio. I probably said that wrong, but uh, I got to watch him a couple years ago at Fargo, and he really, really impressed me. As a, I think he might have been a freshman that year. He went out and maybe got third or second, somewhere like that, as a cadet at 170. Um, so he was extremely impressive, and... Now as a junior, I, th- I think he's, you know, got the chance to maybe have a breakout tournament here. I would agree. Sergio Lamer uh, quarter, uh, quarter could be a very interesting match. I like Harvey uh, Ludington too, a Brick Memorial, New Jersey kid. But I'm with you. I I mean, I got Welsh Lamer. Um, I Rocco Welsh is the definitely the the top of this weight. I was like you said, I was looking forward to Bar as well, but. He's not going to be there, so um, that's all right. We'll, uh, you know, Welsh will go out and wrestle the guys in front of him. And uh, I, I'm I'm high on Rocco Welsh. I think he's, uh, you know, just continues to, you know, get better and chip away. And uh, I'm excited to see how the rest of his, you know, how his career develops at Ohio State. All right, moving right along. 182. I'm going to make a prediction finally, and I'm sure you guys know who I'm going to predict, <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read them for you, okay? All right? I'm going to let, it's time It's time to let people know what I'm about to say. So the number one seed, we have Brayden Thompson. He's good. 
The number two seed, we got Tate Nacta Born. Okay. The three seed, Ryder Rogotsky. The four seed, AJ Heege. Heeg, sorry. In the five seed, TJ McDonald. I can't read right now because I'm so excited. But you know I'm going <laughs> with your boy, Tate Nacta Born, to win. I don't care who he's going to face, but that's who I'm going with. Jake, go ahead. Yeah, you know, I would love to see that. I, I Unfortunately, I think I'm going to pick Thompson to beat him. Uh, I think what worries me the most is you get Nocturne versus Rogatsky for like the 800th millionth time uh, in the last couple of years. So that's going to be an extremely tight match. Um, you know, AJ Heeg is good, I think, at, at the number four. He just committed to Okie State as well. He was an Oklahoma commit. So that's uh, a big one for uh, the Cowboys there. But, uh, yeah, I think... I mean, I gotta go Thompson. He he just keeps winning. Um, but I'm I'm gonna be cheering for Noctaborn for sure. Um cheering or picking, they're two different things, but you know what I'm they, saying? They are. But you know, there's another Iowa guy in here I'd like to give a shout out to CJ Wal Walrath. He's going to UNI. He uh I know he had a really good uh Elite Eight duels. He had some really tight matches with like Heeg and um what's the Iowa kid that just moved to Iowa City High? Arnold, Arnold, Gabe Arnold. Arnold. Gabe so Arnold. Had, some, had some tight matches with those guys, and I think he could have a breakout tournament here. I know he placed last year, um, but, you know, just seeing him inch his way up the podium. But, yeah, I'm going to be cheering for Noctaborn. I'm going to go with Thompson, though. Man, it's too bad that Walrath's not in 3A in Iowa. That would be sick. I would love that. Corby, you got to come out to the state tournament this year. Yeah, there's. I'm thinking, you know, I'm I'm thinking about it. I think I'm, I'm, think I'm going to come. We'll see. It's in the plans right now, so we'll see. I, don't I like, like this wall raft. I don't like that answer. All right, go ahead. One eighty-two. No. Who do you got? Wall. Well, you know, I'm going. I'm going. Thompson. He'll be small for the weight, but the kid challenges himself. He's gonna, you know, he doesn't walk around at eighty-two, but he'll wrestle eighty-two. He's um, and as Rogodsky Nakaborn match is gonna be unbelievable. This is one of the matches you do not want to miss. If you're listening to this show. And you're like, eh, I don't know about high school wrestling. I'm not real sure. Do not miss the semifinal between Tate Nakaborn and Ryder Rogatsky. And watch the match. It'll be unbelievable. It'll be scrambling. It'll be, it always is. It'll be a great match. Um, I'm taking Nakaborn into the final, and I got Thompson over Nakaborn. This 8 9 Walrath, Nate Taylor, Connecticut. I'm, I like Nate Taylor. I think he's a very talented kid. He didn't have a great Elite Eight, not as good as I would have liked, but uh, don't don't sleep on Nate Taylor at the nine um, at this weight class. And I, I like I like 82. You know, you get up in these bigger weights, you still got 10 of the top 20 ranked kids in the in the country coming, which is which is pretty good for an upper weight. So um, let's go to 195. Oh, and we're not getting Gabe Arnold either. No Gabe Arnold nope. in this weight. Um, so. All right. 195 All right. here. Uh, Jake, do you want to go ahead and read the top five here? Yep. Rune Lawrence, Camden McDaniel, Mikey Delegata, Aiden Sinclair, and Jude Correa. I mean, it's an extremely good top five. Um, I mean, I personally, I think Aiden Sinclair is about to have a breakout tournament and win this thing. Um, I watched him at Fargo. I watched him at duels. He can attack both sides of the body. He has tons of ways to score. Um, he wrestles really hard. I know he's might be a little bit small for the weight, which worries me a little bit. Uh, but I I have a hard time watching him um, or seeing him get beat here. I know he's the four seed, but I, I do think he's about to make a run. Although 
Jude Correa, that match kind of scares me. So that's going to be an awesome uh, four or five matchup that you're not going to want to miss. Yeah, I like that too. I like Delgada though. I like um, I like Delgada to make the final there out of the three against Rune Lawrence. Give me Rune Lawrence over over Delgado. But you know what? This um, obviously we got to talk about the the phenom in Drayshawn Ross, right? Um, right. Drayshawn Ross is the seven. Now he's going to get tested early, right? This Luke Luke Cochran kid had a really good elite eight. He's a Georgia kid. Um, he's a senior, right? So it's going to be interesting. I want to see how Drayshawn handles that one. And then if Drayshawn can get by that one, he'll have Camden McDaniel. Um, so I, I really like Drayshawn as we all do. Um, I'll also too, you got to give a shout out to, uh, I'm a big foot sweep guy. I like the foot sweep and, uh, it's the king of the foot sweep. It's documented. It's documented. <laughs> the king of the foot sweep, Mako, Mako's son, Michael Mako's in this bracket. He's the 14 seed. He's a freshman out of Florida. Keep an eye on him to to pull some upsets. What uh, I so, think something interesting to think about this mat or this weight is you start running into some football guys as well. So I, you know, some of these guys might not be fully peaked for this tournament. Um It'd be interesting to see. I know I'm I'm also extremely excited about Drayshawn Ross. I think he's gonna has potential to, you know, have another breakout tournament outside of just his Fargo tournament. I don't think people realize how good and talented he really is. All right. Yeah, I'm with you. He plays football, so I don't know about his shape right now as far as now obviously we know he trains, but you know, I know he trains at a really high level. But with football, I don't know if his wrestling shape will be quite where it needs to be but we're gonna we're gonna find out i know he's got the heart so um love the kid he's a phenom so um 220 what do you what do you like at 220 there jake well you know this is a weight i think the top two guys are probably the best two um walter is obviously extremely good russo as well um soren herzog is a, a good kid from simley he's coming up in weight um and then you have jared teary who's an iowa boy from don bosco gilbertville so I'm really excited to see, you know, how Thierry can do. I know he didn't have a great Fargo, but this is a weight where you lose a lot of guys because of football. And I think he could really have a breakout year or a breakout tournament. But I mean, I've got, I've got Walters over Russo. Um, I don't see Herzog or Thierry or Marin beating these guys, um, but I could be wrong. So you tell me where I'm wrong. You know, I'm going to pick Herzog to make the final against Walters. Herzog was a kid that grew up in Colorado, spent a lot of time uh, around the training center, had really good coaching growing up, and then they relocated and moved to Minnesota. He's going to go to the Air Force Academy. I like Herzog. Um, so, yeah, give me Herzog to make the finals against Walters. I think Walters is a class of this weight. He's going to be a little bit small. Um, Walters is a big, tall kid. I would say probably 207, 210-ish. And, uh, you know, he's, you know, going up, um, you know, with the way the weights are. You know, I see it's interesting. I don't know if Walters grows into a heavyweight in college. He has the frame for it. Um, but I think he could be done growing. Dad's not the biggest guy. Um, so we'll see with Walters if he's going to end up being a heavyweight or if he's going to, you know, be a 97 in college. I could see him being a 97 for a few years and seeing where it goes. Um, but, you know, they're hot on Jimmy Mullins, uh, you know, 
retail as well. So we'll, we're, we'll see what happens with that. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's a weight. Give me Walters. I think he's the most talented kid, um, for sure in this weight class and then heavyweight. What do you like at heavyweight, Jake? Yeah. You know, um, if, uh, I really, really like, um, a tail, I think that's how you say it, right? Um, Otto, Otto, Aiden okay. Otto. I, I yep. really, really like him. You know, I don't know a ton about more, um, but Otto is extremely good. I was really enjoyed watching him at Fargo. I think he beat some guys that not many people thought he was going to beat. And I mean, he's, he can attack upper body. Uh, he's got some decent leg attacks. Like I, I think he's going to win this weight. Um, I don't see anybody really that um, other than more who can probably challenge him. Um, I don't know a ton about Parker Farrell. Um, so if I'm off there, just let me know. But yeah, I've got, I've got Otto to beat more in the, in the finals here. You know what? I, I actually picked the same thing. Um, I like Otto. I like more, more is, uh, more is a big kid. He's built like a fire hydrant. Um, he's hard to move. Um, so that'll be, that'll be interesting. Um, you know, and then, uh, you know, I like, uh, I like this Gabriel Garibaldi kid. He's the eight out of New York. I own a prep kid. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think he's going to be able to, you know, wrestle with more, um, more's big, more's a thrower, more, more throws a lot of guys to his back, to their back. Um, so yeah, look for more. This isn't a very, very deep weight. We've only got five of the top 20. So, um, Otto, Otto and more, I think are the top, top two guys in this weight class. Uh, no doubt about it. Um, now, are you going to be watching this weekend, uh, Zach? Or are you going to – what do you got going on? Yeah, I plan on watching as much as I can. Now that I got my own shop, I get to put a lot of this stuff up on the wall now, which I feel like sometimes my clients are like, what the hell are we watching? Especially when I'm trying to explain that we're watching high school wrestlers <laughs> that aren't even in the state of Iowa. Like, don't get me wrong, Corby. We love wrestling out here, but it's very Iowa-specific, I would say, right? So um, – most of the guys that will come in now, granted, there has been a few times where, I, where I've had some guys like walk in and uh, I, they'll like, give me the look like, oh, sick, like we had the world's on, you know. So um, I'll be watching as much as I can over the weekend, Saturday and then Sunday. Yep. What time are do you know what time finals are? Corby, you know everything. You're like Rain Man. Like two o'clock, right? Two. Yeah, Some, they, they are supposed to be. Yeah, they right. sometimes they move them. Um, but yeah, they're usually around two ish, two, three. Um, they usually they usually set times and don't move them. Um, but sometimes there's longer breaks than others. Some day, some years they have to run right up to it. So it, it just depends, you know? Um, yeah. So uh, before we end up, before we end it here, I want to, you know, familiarize the audience with you guys. All right. Let them get to know you a little bit. So I want you guys each to tell me, your favorite Super 32 performance that you can remember, at least. And, and this answer can change. So if you guys are hearing this and you guys want to nitpick this and that, you guys can nitpick if you want. But what's your favorite Super 32 memory or performance, however you want to put it, either one? Well, I can be extremely biased here and, and pick Nate Jessaroga last year. Um, you know, he kind of ran through the gauntlet as far as just um, a bunch of tough matches. I mean, he he... Like Corby said earlier, he got taken down and turned in the first period against Davino last year, had to make a comeback to win in overtime. 
um, and then, you know, beat Aiden Valencia um, in the final. So just a really good tournament for him, and it kind of uh, solidified his, you know, top one ranking as far as, you know, he went out and got a medal at the Worlds, come to Super 32, wins a great weight, uh, kind of solidifies his status as far as, like, a number one guy in the country. Okay, well, mine is going to be recency bias probably, but um, last year, Mantanona, um, reason being um, he, you know, he was at camp last year out at Seabolt camp. Uh, him and his brother came in from California, went through the camp, you know, um, five day grueling camp, watched him, you know, struggle a little bit, you know, mentally watched him, you know, break down some walls, watched him become a lot tougher. Uh, he battled through the whole tournament, um, was a, was an unbelievable tournament. He had a deep weight, ends up winning it. Um, so that was kind of a thing that, you know, watching him develop through the summer is mine, watching him go through the, some tough times in that tournament, dig deep. And then, uh, even afterwards, you know, talking to him a little bit, he's like, you know, I, I, if I didn't come to the, that camp, I don't, I don't think, you know, I win this tournament. I mean, my, you know, I just, I knew I couldn't be beat, you know, I knew I put in the work. So it was, it was kind of cool to watch. So for me, uh, that, and like you said, with Jezzaroga last year, I mean, he had the gauntlet as well. And, you know, that I was, you know, on the edge of my seat, that match with him and Davino, right. I mean, I'm an Illinois guy, I love Davino, but, you know, being around Iowa and Seabolt, you know, and getting to know Nate, I mean, that, whoever, you know, if you don't like Nate Jezzaroga, then you don't like human beings. Right. So, um, that was a, that was a tough one for me and, you know, watching Nate come back and then, you know, win it. And, uh, you know, Nate's not here this weekend, but you know, everybody's, you know, a lot of people are wondering why, um, he's got a little bit dinged up. He's going to be fine. You know, Nate's, I don't know if there's a high school wrestler in the last 20 months that's gone and put his foot on the line more than Nate. Um, so, you know, he needs a dessert, you know, little break, got a little dinged up. So going to rest up and uh, Jake will have him ready to go for the season, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he'll be ready to rock and roll. He's he's good to go. Uh, you know, so he, he like you said, break was OK for him. And uh, I mean, he wrestled all over the place this summer, wrestled cadet junior trials, Fargo. I mean, he, he did it all. Who's number one? So he's uh, he deserved a break. And uh, I'm not saying that's. We didn't give him a break, but uh, he, he would wrestle at Super 32 if he could. So he'll be ready to rock and roll when the season comes around. So I'm excited for him. I, I'm actually, he should get a match with Davino at Cheesehead. So that's a match that I'm really looking forward to. And I know Nate is as well. Right on. All right, boys. Awesome. We've got families to get back to. So uh, if you guys like this show, please let us know. Uh, let us know what you guys liked about it as well. So we can kind of try to please you guys as much as possible. Um, I don't know. I think probably release the first one on YouTube so people can watch and then down the road figure out, you know, exactly how we're going to do it. Uh, this one will be very good for you audio listeners. So if you're listening on the Spotify's, the Apple's, the whatever else you listen to podcasts on, uh, leave us a good review. Um, thanks for watching Corby last words. Yeah. Next, uh, next show we'll go over college. We'll pick, you know, a few, maybe five guys per weight class that are freshmen or redshirt freshmen, newcomers to the scene um, that people may not, you know, be familiar with that they need to get familiar with here before the season starts. So um, probably what we'll go over next uh, show.
Yeah, and I know this show probably seemed like we were just kind of going in this format, just talking about each weight and this and that. Um, as we progress, we'll probably get into to different topics and but keep it wrestling focused, you know, talk about I know you guys want to know who the who the studs are gonna be and who the studs are. So we'll definitely focus on that. So thank you guys for watching. Shout out to Barbarian Apparel. See ya.